Welcome to the Adelusis Podcast. I am Brett, one of the hosts of the podcast. To my left, oh, sorry, I am the Roger Murdoch of this podcast. To my left, my brother, the Captain Over of the podcast. To my right, the Dr. Rumack of the podcast is Timmy. Dr. Rumack, that's his name? I never yep. knew that. Yep, that's his name. <laughs> like I said before, really bad with names, but uh, obviously unless your name's a joke, <laughs> like over and under. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, Roger. What? <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't continue on with the, the theme of calling him um, was under, isn't it? There's there's because there's a flight engineer, so there's uh-huh. Roger over uh, over and then under. Is it, isn't it under? Is uh, the flight engineer? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised, but you went and said, you know, Leslie Nielsen needs to be acknowledged. Oh no. Like uh, every so often I have this revitalization of going through and watching all Leslie Nielsen movies. And then I, I saw something on YouTube the other day where did you know? And maybe it's because, you know, I was like a pre or a teenager or whatever, and you were probably about eight, nine years old. But did you know that uh, the biggest movie that Leslie Nielsen like got crushed over was Mr. Magoo? <laughs> Whoa. And it's not because it's a bad movie. It's because it uh, poorly portrays people with bad vision. And a lot of people <laughs> were very angry about it. But are they not aware that it was like a c- cartoon forever? Yeah. I mean, that, I don't know how long Mr. Magoo was going for, but I mean, it's a thing that people definitely know about. Yeah. I mean, maybe all the people with poor vision kind of forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> poor memory. Uh huh. That's funny. All right. So here is the introductory quote. Uh, it's not an airplane quote, but because uh, I think I've done like airplane like nine times. Ah, so there you are, Tubby. You look like a bucket of lard on a bad day, baby gorilla. Why don't you just work at the zoo and go stop bothering people? Got a call from Baskin Robbins the other day. They're only down to five flavors. You're just swelling up as I'm looking at you, aren't you, Tubby? <laughs> uh, I know this one. Do you know this one, Uh, It sounds really familiar. Um, is it dirty work? Yep. Yep. Okay. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh that guy. I I wanted to do hey look an alien. <laughs> oh but yeah, that's a great one. <laughs> it looks like a hot dude. <laughs> oh man, Dirty Work is a great movie. Very underrated. Probably one of the most underrated movies. Yeah. Uh, in fact, what was it on Netflix? They had the Norm Macdonald last stand up that he did uh-huh. uh, during the lockdown. And all of them, and a whole bunch of comedians were talking about it. And uh, David Chappelle was talking about how it was so, like, he didn't want to work on the movie that he did. I'm like, you guys never worked with each other. And then it's just like, and then I, like, I am the oh, yeah. is it screwed? Scrooge. I'm like, oh, that was so bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> that wasn't a good movie of his. No. All right, let's move on to our merit badges. All right. So I'm going to start off with, so my merit badge is called Getting cold <laughs> oh no 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 it's <laughs> just re- reimagining like their our childhood joke Gl- of like glenn is cold glenn is cold <laughs> yes <laughs> oh so I, I was sitting there you know i'm trying to figure out certain things to do like, improve my diet do exercise or whatever and so i'm sitting there going through 
you know, some things on Pinterest. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And then I started getting like some recommendations on some videos to watch on YouTube. And there's this one is this like, you know, 10 things that they don't tell you about getting shredded. And I'm like, you know, and it's, and so I'm start watching the first one. It's like, you know, first you'll have to diet most of the time. I'm like, okay, so I eat healthier and live longer. Like what's the downside of that? <laughs> and then it's just like, then you'll number nine, you will constantly need to exercise. I'm like, okay, so I am healthy and I live longer. Okay. And they're like, number eight, you'll be cold because you won't have that much body fat. I'm like, what? I want, I have been trying to be cold so long. <laughs> My body is a furnace. Like that right there. That's has, motivation. That has given me like 50 times motivation than I've ever had before. I, not only will I look good, live longer, be healthier, but I'll be finally cold. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I don't really have that problem where I'm hot all the time or I'm like, I'm whatever kind of the atmosphere is. <laughs> if like, <laughs> like, I mean, I definitely am warmer than, uh, you know, I don't know. My wife uses a ball of fire, though. She is a ball of fire. But I've been always fine with my body temperature. Like, my, yeah, my wife's an ice bucket and I'm the furnace. Yeah. Yeah. And so, cause like, you know, growing up my room, I felt as though my room was the best room was because I, it was in the basement and had two windows. And then, and so whenever, during the winter time, I'd always close the vents to the, uh -huh. the heat just because I needed it to be so cold. And in fact, what was it? Mom and dad told me that you guys have like the best, like air conditioner bed type thing or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And I have like looked into I, the, the bed jet. Yes. I've <laughs> looked into that so much. Cause I'm like, I, I think maybe that's why I'm not sleeping well is because I'm just a furnace. Yeah. The bed jet's great. I get like, you know, hot no matter what in the middle of the night at some point, usually like in the middle of the night. And so I just put on a nice breeze through out <laughs> that you don't even feel while you're awake. Because, I mean, you could turn it up really high, but I have it really low because it's like you don't want to feel it. But then when you're asleep, it's just taking care of all, you know, circulating the air. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So that's my merit badge. <laughs> and so the pit, the, the merit badge looks like, you know, me shredded, being cold with two thumbs up, being like, yes, I finally did it. I did it. <laughs> all right. Well, my merit badge is called Facing Your Fears. Okay, so what did the test do this time? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should put to the extreme underneath it as a subtitle. Um, so I did. I realized kind of halfway while I was doing this how, you know, this could be potentially bad and all that stuff, but I still did it. Um, so I was on a flight, and I decided I want to watch that movie because you know when you're in. I've, probably said it here before you're in an airplane you don't want to watch a great movie no you don't want to watch a bad movie you want to watch something that entertains you and gets you there so i chose to watch the movie fall the one that you know they climbed the radio tower oh man i was watching the um uh, how to survive fall on um on youtube on the uh -huh. how to survive channel i was getting like like vertigo while watching the youtube movie discussing how i i can't hack that movie like oh so yeah i'm in an airplane watching a movie about <laughs> about falling two thousand feet and i'm like this is definitely like you know 
something, you know, a one-up of just watching it in your own home. Because <laughs> it definitely felt weird. Unfortunately, I didn't get to finish it all. So I did get to finish it in the hotel. But I was, but while they were up there, I was like, uh, yeah, this is a little uncomfortable being in an airplane now. <laughs> I mean, it could be worse. You could be watching like an airplane crash movie or something like that. For some reason, that would be fine. <laughs> I don't know why. But the heights, because I'm, because it, I have like I don't have a paralyzing fear fear of heights, mm-hmm. but I definitely don't like them. Well, the funny thing was is when we went indoor skydiving, you were the one more like creeped out by it than mm-hmm. I was. Yep. Yes. <clears throat> well, I mean, it was also the fact that the guy when you know because when you do indoor skydiving, I assume at all places, you they keep you really low to the ground until they feel like you're ready to go like the 30 feet up or 40 feet up height. And the guy didn't even tell me we we're going to do this. And so I'm like up all of a sudden it launches me up 30 to 40 feet up in the air. And I'm like, ah, didn't know this was going to happen. Here we go. Uh, I don't know how much I like this. <laughs> And and then like the other the other side of it is the fact that like the netting that you walk in on, mm-hmm. you're already two stories up, maybe yeah. even higher. And oh, it's yeah. just this netting that's keeping you from falling forward. So I mean falling down. So, you know, if you're up fifty feet from the net and then there's two stories below the net, I mean, you're pretty high up visually. Yeah. So yeah. Uh my marriage badge. I don't know what my marriage badge looks like. Just me in an airplane seat watching fall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or I don't know what that would look like. Hmm. You're on the tower and you see a plane driving by. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. You're on the tower of fall watching a plane <laughs> with a guy watching fall. <laughs> that's funny. That's there we meta. go. By the way, I have some I, I have some small bones to pick with that movie. Just very small. But I was like, come on, there's a way. And they just make but then I always have to tell myself. If I was in this situation, my mind would not be 100%. I'm sitting comfy in a chair. And also, they are fatigued from climbing and all in like being in the desert and all this stuff. You know, your, your, your reasoning, your, your decision making skills have decreased. Yeah. So I'm like, I got to give them the benefit of the doubt on some of these. I mean, it wasn't anything that I could have said, like, oh, you moron, you could have been safe if you did this. No, it would have been like, I would try this. This would probably be better than what you're doing. Yeah. Well, like, what was it? That's why I like the how to survive something because uh-huh. like the, the guy goes through and he's like, you know, before they even went onto the tower, they've made already like five bad decisions. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, oh, it's like, okay. So it's, uh, but then, you know, you sit there and you like, cause what is it? I got into a massive binge of the pitch mo- uh, meeting stuff. Uh-huh. And as I was watching the pitch meeting stuff, it's just like, well, yeah, you know, he is right that there's like all these loopholes, but you know, without the loopholes, like the movie would be over faster. It would be. Yes. Yep. And that's another thing about other, I just want to say real quick, movies in general, when I love when people say, oh, what are the odds? Like, you know, when, when we're following this person and all these things happen mm-hmm. that just fall into place to make this either a really like interesting story or a really like, man, this guy has bad luck. And I was like, what do we write books about? We write books about people who have gone through only interesting things in their life. Yeah. Or else the book would be very short and boring. 
So it's like movies, the same thing. We're only going to make movies about very similar things, people who have lived through and people who have endured, people who have, you know, done interesting things. I mean, case in point here, uh, the guy from the guy that the movie Unbroken is about, uh-huh. that guy's life is out of this world bizarre. Yeah. Especially because, you know, there's a whole prequel to that movie. Essentially, they don't really go too deep into about his running career and, and meeting. I think he met Hitler and all that stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then like the post movie also, they did a second one. Um, well, and, yeah. then, and then the other one with the um, the um, something something Hill, the uh, true story with that uh, soldier who refused to. Oh, yes. Uh, not Hamburger Hill. What is it called? Um, I know. Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah, Hacksaw Ridge. yeah. That one is once again. These are why movies are made about those types of people. And so I always to your and I don't know if you brought it up in the podcast before, Brett. But the Adam Carolla, like you've the face off theory, the face off theory. you bought a ticket or you rented it or you whatever you push play. You need to jump on board with the movie. Yeah. And just go for the ride because you've accepted the premise by pushing play. Yeah. I mean, the only people that have no like can have gripes are like, you know, the girlfriend that goes with the, the boyfriend who's just like, yes, huh, huh. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't choose this movie. Yeah. A hundred percent. So yeah, that's my rant. It was a little too long of a rant, but yeah. Criddle. Okay. <laughs> so you both have seen the movie Who Framed Roger Rabbit, right? Of oh, course, yeah. yes. Okay. Um, do you remember in a movie in this uh, scene in the movie where Christopher Lloyd's character talks is, like this? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's he's uh getting run over. Uh huh. Oh yeah. That, and uh, it, he uh, wah wah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Getting run over by that big machine. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. The steamroller. Uh-huh. Okay. So. That is what was going through my head with my merit badge this week. I got the I survived getting run over oh. merit badge. Ooh. So at work. You looked uh, at your foot. I know. <laughs> yes. So at work, I um, was, helping one of our, there. I was helping one of our vendors. Um, he, he had a, an electric pallet jack, uh-huh. and he was new to using it. And I was helping him. Um, gui- I was guiding him around our facility. Um, to deliver his product to another another part of our building. And he was a new vendor, um, somebody that's never um, been to our place before, and I, I think he was new to operating his pallet jack, mm-hmm. his electric pallet jack. Um, well, he ran into um, a rack that uh, was hindering him from going any further. And so uh, me being behind or in front of his, his load and him guiding – I was guiding him from behind. Mm-hmm. He he was gonna stop and move the rack when he uh, his pallet jack moved forward and started running over my feet. Oh, oh. wow! And it had now this pallet jack had the load on oh. it, along oh with him continuously running over my foot, and it kept creeping upward and upward and upward. And that scene just went through my head like, <laughs> no, I can't be Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> so like, that's what my foot looks like. Oh my, oh my word! It's totally bruised. I felt like I it had broken. Uh-huh. On this happened on Monday. Oh my gosh! Wait, it was start of the week. And so, and this was like two hours into my shift. And so I'm like, I am limping really bad the whole day Monday. I file a report uh, with HR and, um. 
it, I thought I thought I may have broken it because mm-hmm. I just could not walk on it. And then I slept on it, and, and then the next day I was able to actually walk on it. Mm-hmm. So I survived getting run over. Congratulations. Yeah. And for those who didn't see the picture, his, yeah. his foot is very badly, very badly hurt. <laughs> it was getting super crushed and it just felt horrible. Yeah. I'm going to try and stand up. <laughs> oh, 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 my leg. It was so bad. But that, that scene kind of ran through my head like, oh, no, I'm, I'm going to get run over <laughs> and crushed. How tall was the pallet? So the pallet was actually really, I mean, it was maybe about a foot off the ground or half a foot off the ground. Uh huh. I mean, and he, and it was an electric pallet jack. Yeah. So I mean, mm-hmm. it was auto. Yeah. But like it just, he, he must've hit a mechanism that went forward instead of backward. Oh, gotcha. And it started running over my foot and I was like, okay, go back. <laughs> <laughs> no, no obscenities were yelled. <laughs> no, surprisingly not. <laughs> I was trying to be super, super professional and super cool about it. And the guy felt horrible. And I was just like, it's okay, dude. Let's just, let's just go. <laughs> That's good on you. Yeah. Good on you. Good Way to be. You. <laughs> Way to be. Spin the wheel. All right. Spin the wheel. We're going to spin the wheel and ask each other questions, depending on which category the wheel lands on. All right. Number one, Brett's up first and you get. How much? All right. How much? And it's so funny that uh, you had something happen to your foot because this is kind of a how much um, with something regarding your foot. <laughs> so uh, kind of serendipitous. So how much would it, it cost? Some You'd have to be paid to run or jog five miles with an ingrown toenail. Uh, how many, how How far? Five miles. Five miles, dang. Um, I mean, I've only had an ingrown once in my life, so I'm having to go off of that memory. Mm-hmm. Seventy-five dollars. Oh wow! I think the five miles is where it's the most. <laughs> I would just use that money to get some new shoes. That's all. I I'm used <laughs> to running like eight miles. Oh yeah, you. So I'm fine. Eh, so just for new pair of shoes. Um. I'm going to like double you more or less 150 because <laughs> <laughs> I want to get paid for my time. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I'd be about 150, 200 just because I feel as though I've done it before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just press through it. Yeah. Fine. That kind of pain, it hurts, but like I'm fine with it. Yeah. It's kind of like a rock on the side of your shoe, not, not, not underneath your foot. Mm-hmm. And like I can endure that pain. Rock underneath my foot. I was like, no, I can't endure that pain for the five <laughs> miles. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm up and I get Desert Island. Okay. This is a fun one, I think. Which character of Psych would you want to be stranded on an island with? Sean. It would just be so entertaining. <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to go Sean or maybe, you know, somebody else. I mean, I was thinking about Gus, but he would just whine the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Hmm. Trying to think of all the characters. Um, you got Lassiter. You maybe, got maybe Maggie. Sean, maybe Sean's dad. I think like oh, he would yeah. find a way to get off the island. Oh yeah. Yeah. If you were stuck on the island with Sean, you're not getting off that. No, island. no, <laughs> no. It's like just make make camp here. <laughs> but how would that work with Sean though? Like, are you just is it impending doom? Like you're just gonna eventually just die? 
I mean, I think he would. His psych skills would suck. <laughs> It'd be like, you, you're useless here. Well, I mean, he would do like these super observational things. And after a while, you're like, you saw that coconut over there, didn't you? It's like, no. He's like, okay, you saw, the tr- you saw a roll mark that led you to this, that brought you to a coconut. You didn't see it in your head. And you just, I, I think you'd eventually be calling his bluff on so many uh-huh. different things. I think I would try and play pranks on him just to see if he could figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, we're the only two people on the island. <laughs> yeah. I would choose Sean's dad. Yeah. Sean's dad's a good pick. Sean's dad, if you wanted to get off the island, I think Sean, if you want to be entertained. I would pick Lassiter if he was nicer. <laughs> because Lassiter, he would have so much motivation. He'd have motivation, but he wouldn't go about doing things correctly. Yeah. And s- shoot you, though. <laughs> yeah. After so long. And then, and then Jules, she, yeah. I don't know. She, and the chief would just have a baby. Yeah, the chief would just have a baby. And then the corner. Oh, <laughs> you're dead. Oh. <laughs> Are you wanting to change your, your pick? The corner. No, you would be dead. But I think I think you'd be like laughing hysterically while like in your last moments of life. Yes. He would just be working on his tan. Like, just, that's fine. Turn turn me over when I'm brown. <laughs> yep. I think, Criddle, you, you got the right pick there. I'd, yeah. I'd double up on yours. <laughs> All right, Criddle, looks like you get Kiss, Mary Kill. We got Indiana Jones. All right. Han Solo. Okay. Richard Kimball. Oh, oh Dr. Dr. Richard Kimball. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, who's Richard Kimball? Like, oh, Dr. Dr. Richard Kimball. Dr. Richard Kimball. Um, <laughs> see, I, well, I got to think about me here. Okay, so <laughs> I, I, I'm going to pat, while Jeremy's thinking about himself right here, I'm going to throw this out on you, uh, Tim. So what do you think? Did Han shoot first? Because I think that is could go down into my decision. Did he shoot first? I think so. Yeah. I think Han shot first. Yeah, Han shot first. I don't even know what you're talking about. It's this huge debate in the original movie when it came out that Sean, uh, that Sean, that Hans, <laughs> Han, Han Solo. Ooh, Sean Solo. Ooh. There we are. Um, that Han Solo shot Guido. This is it Greedo? Yeah, Greedo. Yeah. Oh, is that the, the little cantina? Yeah. Cantina. Oh, okay. So uh, he shot him first. And then I don't know if there's an outcry or whatever, but they edited it to where Greedo shot at Han first and Han shot in self defense. But now there's this whole huge debate: who shot first? Like before the edit? Yeah. Interesting. I had no idea this argument <laughs> was a thing. Um, I'm going to choose. Well, let me ask you this: If I marry Han, am I in his world or is he in my world? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, you're in his world. Okay. And, and all these, you're in their world. Okay. Okay, so if you marry well, Dr. Richard Kimball, you're <laughs> dead. So, <laughs> yeah, that's not fair. Um, oh gosh, now like if if you throw that world into it, Dr. Richard Kimball is not an option because I'll be dead by oh uh, one arm, one leg. Let's just face it; you're getting chased no matter which person you're with. Hey, let's see, chased by Nazis, chased by. Uh, 
the the, uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. uh, And then chased by the Imperial uh, fleet. (laughs) Well, I wouldn't be chasing the first one. I'd be dead. Yeah. Uh, Well, with uh, Dr. Richard Kimball. Yeah. Um, I'd rather be chased by (laughs) Nazis. So I'm going marrying Indiana Jones because we're putting it in the world perspective as well. And I don't know how I'd do in space. Uh, But I'd kiss Han Solo and kill (laughs) Richard Kimball. Put him out of misery. You killed... Let's see. um, So I'm going to go with marrying Indiana Jones. um, Because even if I shot him, maybe he might shoot first. So I can't kill Han Solo. So I'm going to kiss him. And I'm going to uh, kill... Dr. Richard Kimball, because I can't kiss him because I don't like beard, beards beard bother hair. me. Yes. Yeah. I, when, when I was a kid, I, when my dad I said, I mean, after the murder, he's shaved. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but I think that's, you'd probably be pre murder. So, <laughs> yes. Yes. He'd probably, he'd probably sew himself up and come get you after. Yeah. So <laughs> I, 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 I can't, I can't do that. Like when I was a kid, uh, there was like a period of time where I would just stop like giving my dad hugs and stuff like that because he had like this big bushy beard and it just bothered me. <laughs> I was always I was sad when he got rid of that. It was like, he just decided never again. And I'm like, why? But yeah. Yeah. What about you, Criddle? I'd probably marry Solo, kill Kimball, kiss Jones. We're all killing the same person. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brett, you get, what would you have done? All right, so what would you have done? You are, and this goes into like my like month of December, like watching nonstop horror movies. You are given a ticket to a movie by a man wearing a mask, an inhuman looking mask, going to a theater that is known to have been closed down and possibly haunted. What would you have done? So like the... It's not an operating theater, right? No, it's not an operating theater. The theater was open. It was uh-huh. closed. You know it's been closed. You're given a ticket by a man who has this mask that is kind of interwoven into his face, kind of a very creepy demon-esque mask. What I would-, would just go, screw this, and then hand it to somebody else. <laughs> He's like, this guy wants you to go. Am I the only one there? Well, so it, in in the the setup to the story, he basically chases this one girl down in a train station, and then she looks for him and asks him for a second ticket for her friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! So does he give her a second ticket? Yes. Oh wow! Sounds like a B movie. <laughs> oh, it is great. It is to me one of like the best '80s horror movies. Oh, it's that, an '80s horror. Oh, yeah. movie. Oh, okay. It, not only is it an '80s, but it's an Italian horror movie. Too. Oh wow! Yeah. So we're placed. Our, we're in that situation. We're in the '80s. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm saying screw this. <laughs> if somebody with an interwoven like mask on their face is giving me a ticket right there, I think I was told that's the danger. That's a that's a different level of stranger danger. That's like, uh, don't look at him straight in the eye, honey. Okay, thanks. (laughs) 
Jeez, mister, thank you. Well, is there, I mean, what movie's playing? Is there popcorn? <laughs> does, it, does it actually say on the ticket what movie's playing? <laughs> no, it's just a ticket to a movie. Also, I, I, one free admission. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, what year was it playing in the 80s? Because there might be some good movies. But it's a closed movie. Well, it's a non-operating. I would movie. take the movie ticket to another movie theater. <laughs> see if I can. And then it just it follows in. you over there. <laughs> I, I like that you said Stranger Danger because... You know, you find out a little bit later, not only is this a windowless movie theater, but they also seal everybody in the theater and brick off the doors. Oh, wow. So it is a windowless, doorless movie theater after you get in. Interesting. Oh, I'm so stuck. So did he get like corral a lot of people? Yeah. Yeah, Oh, wow. Got a lot. It was probably about like a third of the way full. But still. Yeah. That's crazy. All right, um, where did we leave off? We left off with me, and I get liquor. Okay, this is, this is I feel like, a softball, but maybe not. Who knows? Licking the whole length of an airplane tray table. Ooh. An airplane train table. You know what? Like the fold-out Yeah, ones. the tray table. Mm-hmm. I am going to be hopeful that because of COVID COVID and other regulations, that this thing is super, super clean. So I'm just going to start off with $100,000 because I'm still not bake, bake, banking on it being super, super clean. <laughs> $100,000? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go down to $50,000. All right. I, I on purpose did it that high, just waiting to see what would happen. All right. I'm going to go actually down to $2,000. I have a, I have a number in mind that I'll go down. To. So, um, $1 Bob uh, for free. A, you'll pay me. A, a or I'll pay, I'll pay you <laughs> negative $10. <laughs> what, what was your, what did you say? A thousand, a thousand, um, eight fifty. 500. Ooh. 425. 325. Ooh. 275. 175. Mm. I'll let you do that. Wow. What was your last what was your bottom dollar? Probably $50. $5. Oh, $5. <laughs> wow. Man, if we ever fly an airplane for like 5 bucks, here we go. <laughs> Yep. Like we should have done that on the way home, so you're not sick on the trip. <laughs> <laughs> yep, easy, easy as five dollars. <laughs> so weird. You have five different, uh, different uh, infections. One of these is only found in the Middle East. Where did you get this from? <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's the old licking of the table thing. <laughs> I just like to lick. <laughs> All right, Colonel, you're up with our last one. Would you rather? So, would you rather be a poke or a Power Ranger or a Pokemon trainer? I'd be a. I don't really know much about Pokemon trainers can, except they train Pokemon. Can I choose the Power Ranger, or am I like? You can choose the any Power Ranger. Okay, Green Power Ranger. I'm picking the White Power Ranger. <laughs> yeah, you, you have a talking uh, sword. I have a sword. I have a knife sword that I can play as a flute. I think I win that one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think the internet needs. And you think we need to look on the internet to see who they would think would win—a green mean, or a white ranger? I mean, the the green ranger has the flute that summons the dragon sword, 
but the White Ranger has Saba, who's the talking sword, and you get the... <laughs> wow, we're getting nerdy here. <laughs> I know about things <laughs> that I barely remember. I, I picked, uh, just to off topic, but similarly on topic, I picked up a five-issue comic series, Power Rangers versus Godzilla. I, have, I, I haven't read it, but I'm really intrigued by this. That's incredible. That, that, I would watch that crossover. Yeah. That'd be cool because they'd use their little Megazord. Exactly. And then uh, a Green Ranger's in there, so it would be the Green Ranger's Dragonzord versus the Godzilla dragon. <gasps> That's cool. Yeah. Did you see they're doing a 30th anniversary for Power Rangers? Uh-huh. I did, and I heard the only one that didn't show up was Kimberly. Yeah, and uh, probably Tommy. But well, I I wonder if they did it before before his death. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, Tommy's dead. Yeah, he, he passed away. I didn't know that. Like a month ago, month or two ago. Yeah. Really, that's recent. Yeah, forty nine. Oh my gosh. Okay, so this is somebody's opinion. All right. About the two. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> okay, Tommy was better as the Green Ranger in my opinion because he started out as a villain who was under the influence of Rita, and he was brainwashed into thinking the Power Rangers were his enemies. And that's what made him popular in the first place because he, oh, what is, the question is, was Tommy Oliver better as Green Ranger or White Ranger? What's, that doesn't make sense, his answer set. Then when Tommy became the White Ranger, he was already a good guy from the start and wasn't evil anymore. So while the costume looks cool, he wasn't as popular as he was when he was, I don't care about popularity. See, I think, I disagree with that. I think the Green Ranger's costume is even way better, better way better than the white rangers costume oh yeah 100 percent. okay but this like- this is here's the, the the let's see what okay who is stronger the white ranger or the green ranger here it is this is i don't even know how to pronounce this website phaserpergunta.com <laughs> okay in the in that game the green ranger and the green ranger v2 are powerful using martial arts and their dagger, Sword of Darkness. The White Ranger is even stronger. He's super agile and fast and dealy. Okay, but you said game. So now we're talking about a video game. Oh, you're right. You're right. This is a video game. All right, I give up looking. Internet's failed me. <laughs> I mean, the, the the. I mean, I think the Green Ranger's uh, costume is a lot cooler. But like you know the. The White Ranger is the only like has the most different helmet, unlike all the other ones. So I mean, you plus, got that going for plus you. Plus your suit gets dirty and the white. Oh shows yeah, that, that shows yeah. shows everything. And then you got to like time out, guys. I got to do laundry. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I got putty all over me. It's showing. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Now it's time for the '90s channel surfing. Where we're going to be changing the channel, and you got to either stick to the show or move on. And if you end up with the last channel, it is the weather channel. So the rules of the game, I'm going to roll a dice, and the minimum channels that will be on this magical TV is three, and the most there can be is 12. Um, But yeah, otherwise, you get to choose if you want to keep on this train or keep on riding. All righty, here we go. Let me get my my number, my magic number. Three. It's magic number. That's the magic number. I don't think I really knew that song until, uh, what's it called? Uh, Ready Player One. Yeah. 
All right, loading. Can you turn on the GV? Gets that nice little back in the tube TVs. Uh-huh. Oh, you turn on the TV and get the little <laughs> white noise. Oh my gosh. I hate that when that happens, especially when the volume's still loud. Okay. First movie, A Walk in the Clouds. Oh. Who's in this movie? Keanu Reeves and other people. Oh, oh. Deborah Messing is far down on the. I think this is like one of those drama movies next. That's a. I mean, Keanu Reeves, you get a little pull, but I'm going to take a chance and say next. I mean, if it was, maybe if it was Lake House or Boat House or whatever it was, that was a fun time, time travel, travel movie. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Next one. Keep in mind, these okay. are movies. All right. Chernobyl, Abyss. Uh, next. Mm, if it was a t- if it was the miniseries, heck yeah. Okay, next one. Barefoot in the park. Um, what's the year? Nineteen sixty-seven. Oh, I think this is like an Aubrey Hepburn or Catherine Hepburn movie or something like that. Uh, I'm gonna say next. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm passing. All right, next movie, Snatch. I'm watching. I like Snatch. It's not as great as I remember it, and it's uh, uh, Bullet Train is a lot better, also. But uh, <laughs> I enjoy Snatch. Uh, pal, I'll fate next. Next movie, Original Sin. Ooh, Antonio Banderas. What's the what's what's the um, description? A young man is plunged into a life of. Man, I can't read. What is that? Subterfuge? Such a, I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce it. Deceit and mistaken identity in pursuit of Femme Fatale, who is, whose heart is never quite within grasp. Oh, next. I've seen it, I think. Isn't Antonio Banderas in there? Yeah, Antonio okay. Banderas and Angelina Jolie. Okay. Next movie, Aguirre, The Wrath of God. What year was this? 1972. Pass. Next. Next one. The Conjuring. The Devil Made Me Do It. That's recent, isn't it? 2021. I never got into the Conjuring series. Yeah. Okay, next. Next one. La Vie and Rose. I'm starting to wish I had gone with Keanu. Um, next. A Perfect Day. What's the description? It is somewhere in the Balkans, 1995, a team of aid workers must solve an apparently simple problem in almost completely pacified territory that has been devastated by a cruel war. I'll take that one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll stick on this channel. Sure. Well, good choice because the next one was Weather Channel. <gasps> I was going to, when he asked for the, the, the synopsis, I'm like, the synopsis is you're one step closer to the Weather Channel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Not that we're keeping real track, but ratings wise, Brett got a 7.8 and Curly got a 6.7. Ooh. So happy, but not too happy. Mm-hmm. Let's see. What is the highest one on this page? It looks like it was um, Snatch. All right. All right. Let's turn on our new TV and get a whole different set of movies. Okay. First movie, TV turns on. Walk the line. Uh, no interest in this next. I saw it. Um, I don't want to watch it again. Next. 
Disenchanted. The new one? Yep, 2022. Uh, let's see. Let me ask my kids if we should watch it. No, they said next. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll stick with it. Sure. I Kip. haven't seen it yet. Kip. All right, Brett. Next channel, Game of Death. Ooh, synopsis. A martial arts movie star must fake his death to find the people who are trying to kill him. Sounds like Bruce Lee or Stephen. Yeah. What? what? <laughs> it does sound like <laughs> it does sound like Stephen Seagal. Uh, what is the year? The year is nineteen seventy-eight. Oh, I think there could be some like really good badness inside this. I'm gonna watch this. Who's starring in it? Bruce Lee. Hey. Oh. Hey. But you know what? I'm looking at the other people on the cast and i don't recognize anybody's name except well there's a couple others that i've heard of but kareem abdul jabbar is in it <laughs> hey, and i'm roger murdoch i have to watch yep. that yeah okay good thing is this was one right. that this was a three channel tv so next one Ooh, was um the weather channel the weather channel so good good on you so who uh, won the imdb rating uh 7.3 for critical and 6.4 for brett Ooh, congratulations wow. Ooh. Oh. okay uh, do 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 Here we go. TV turns on. There's a oh yeah. There's a movie of this. I was like, there's a movie. Okay, turn on the TV. You're watching Futurama's Bender's Game. Watching. Ah, uh, next. <laughs> next one is Hotel Transylvania Two. Uh, I'd be out of my wa- I have not watched the first one. Kids, what do you think? Next. <laughs> next one, Dragon Ball Z Fusion Reborn. What year did this come out? 1995. Next. Next one is Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Oh, this is the 1994 version, right? Yep. Okay. I've never seen this one. Next. You're watching one other channel. I feel as though I win. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't want to watch Futurama, though, at least? I was so disappointed with all of the Futurama movies. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I was, too. But still, that would be better than... A lot of these, and I've watched. Re- I mean, I'm fine with everything besides Dragon Ball Z. I could have watched anything. I mean, if if the Futurama movie was in place of the last one, my last option that I had, I think I probably would have gone with it. But that being the first one, I was like, I'm not jumping on board with that. I'm curious because I've always been curious. What? How do you think of Robert De Niro in in Frankenstein? Is he is he's not the monster? Is yes, he? he is the monster. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did he do well? Did um. He do good? It's it's been a long time since I've seen it. It's it's a good movie. It's not great. I like the black and white version, and I know mm-hmm. a lot of people are like, well, you know, the monster actually talks in the black and white version, and I'm like, or not in the black and white version, but in the the original story, I'm like, I don't care. I like the uh uh-huh. yeah. So yeah, if it was uh, Frankenstein 1931, yep, watching. Yeah, I remember watching that a buttload with you. Yep, we're young Frankenstein. Oh yeah, young Frankenstein too. All right, obviously, Criddle wins that one with a 6.9. I don't know. I th- I heard that that, you know, 1987 Weather Channel was like a 9.9 on the IMDb. <laughs> yep. It'd <laughs> be funny if IMDb, like, you know how you could rate episodes. Rate Weather Channel. <laughs> you rate, like, the day of the Weather Channel. Oh, man, March 5th. Gee willies, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, man, there was a doozer of a storm. <laughs> <laughs> and they got it right. Yeah. Oh. They say it's going to rain. They <laughs> added four graphics today. Uh-huh. <laughs> draft, draft, boom. All right. So for our draft today, we are going to be drafting 
something that we can actually gauge, which is nice. We're going to be drafting the Oscars since the Oscar nominations came out. So, um, I guess, Brett, you're first, huh? Yeah, I, I've been mulling this over because I, I, I want something, but because this can be like tracked, I also want to win. That I know. I thought about that exact same dilemma. I was like, ooh, I want this to win, but I want to win. So I'm going to start off with Best Actress, Ooh. and I'm going to go with Michelle Yon from Everything All at Once. Uh, that's a good one. That's a good one. All right. Sorry, I'm just catching up here. So here's what I'll do while you're waiting to get caught up. So uh, this popped up oddly this morning when I came o- as I was heading on my way over here is there was a story suggested to me about the nine best Oscar movies to stream on Netflix, HBO with 90% or higher on the Rotten Tomatoes. And I was like, ah, I bet you there's going to be like some bad movies right there. All Quiet on the Western Front, available on Netflix. It's a war movie. Uh, Guillermo Toro's Pinocchio, which that looks like a thing of nightmares, is also available on Netflix. A children's movie, The Sea Beast, available on Netflix. The Banshee of Inner, Inner, whatever, is available on HBO Max as well as Elvis. And so I was like, oh my gosh, they actually have some pretty good stuff available right now to stream that are for Oscar season. Hmm. Hmm. All right. I am next. And so I am going to. I'm going to go with uh, Best Actor, and it's going to be Brendan Fraser. Oh, yes. Yeah, I just, I've heard good things. Uh I'm going to say that I probably, I don't think I've watched a single one of these movies, (laughs) but I'm, I feel good about that. (laughs) One of the movies that you are are on there or one of the movies that are available are nominated because I'm going to call Yes, You Have. Let's see. You've seen Top Gun. Oh, yes. Yes. So I've seen one. I have seen none. Same here. None. Yep. But you know what? There's a couple of them. Actually, I take that back. I have seen Elvis. Oh, you did? Did you like it? I enjoyed it. It was really good. Okay. All right. So it's my turn. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to go with Best Picture. Um, and I'm I'm... I'm all in, actually, on everything, everywhere at once. Ooh. So I'm going with everything, everywhere at once, best picture winner. Okay. Okay. I think that's going to sweep the Oscars this year, but that's just me. I don't know why, but I wanted to respond. Your mom's going <laughs> to sweep the Oscars this year. <laughs> I don't know why. All right. So what's okay. your, the wheel pick? Uh, yeah. Now the wheel pick for best, I'll use best directing, and I'll still stick with my everything, everywhere at once. No. So that, I was, that's I, a good one. I was ho- shooter McGavin. Y'all. Yes, you did. <laughs> All right. Okay. Now I got to think of which one I want to go to. So Brett, you picked, I mean, I picked be- best actress. Yeah. But I'm just kind of thinking of the, um, what's it called? You picked it. Yeah. Best actress. I picked best actor. Carl, you picked best, um, movie and, and director. director. Uh-huh. Oh gosh. So, 
essentially all ca- categories are accounted for. Mm-hmm. Everybody picked their one-on-ones on there. Hmm. I am going to pick... Pick Bill Nye. I, I, I already have Best Actor. I wanted to. I love Bill and I. And like, I, now I'm curious about living and if it's a movie worth watching. If he's in it. I mean, he's... Well, yes, he's in it, so that makes it worth watching, for sure. Um, <clears throat> I want to say that... Let's see... I'm gonna. I'm going back and forth. Which one should I pick? Because now I'm less certain about everything. Um, I'm gonna just pick good old for directing Steven Spielberg. Okay. When I saw Steven Spielberg was directing, I was like, "Wow, I didn't know he did that anymore." Yeah, he, he apparently got. Good reviews. Mm-hmm. I've heard good things. I mean, it's artsy. Is it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Some, some, I, I heard good things in that world. <laughs> somebody the other day was making a case for, uh, what is it? Uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. And I'm just like, I just like looked at them and they're like, well, what do you, what do you think of the movie? I'm like, it was like a two hour movie that seemed like it took all day to get through. That's And it never like climaxed. Uh-huh. <laughs> So like the fan fiction Indiana Jones Four, mm-hmm. exactly. Except that movie would be, I think, better. Oh, I'll tell you, the instant he survived the nuclear blast in a hot and in, in not a hot tub in, in, in a, a bathtub or a fridge or whatever, I was just like, all right, it's it's all downhill from here. And it was, <laughs> and this already was downhill. You got to stay religious. I remember, I remember, where I that was the first movie I saw. Um, in I think 2008 and I was like and it was a debate between seeing Indy 4 and Iron Man at the time I am I- and I was like I had I knew nothing really about Iron Man and I was like I've been an Indiana Jones fan I was like okay and then about 10 minutes into it I was like I think I may have made a mistake <laughs> see I've found Indiana Jones it's like the Star Trek movies Every other. You know, all the even ones in Star Trek movies are the good ones, and all the odd ones are not the non-good ones. And I found, like, I have, not, I'm not a Temple of Doom person, and and so I'm a one and three for indie, and I'm out on two. And then when Crystal Skulls came out, I was just like, ugh. So it's an even thing. So you know what? This one's going to be an odd one. So this is number five. So you know what? I'm I have hope just because of the theory. And aren't one and three religious based? Yes. And what is two? Temple of Doom is uh, like... Temple of Doom is more... Uh, I guess you could say it's, it's religious a, because it's, you know... Um, I guess you could say one and three are Christian religious. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, the other one is like, I don't know what kind Voodoo of... Temple, Voodoo or... Yeah. So, yeah. So, and then number four, the fan fiction one is an alien one. <laughs> so yep. number five, since they're going to green light it, needs to be Christian. Yeah. You need to do something like that because apparently it works. Yep. Yeah, the Nazis are back, so. <laughs> oh, is it my turn? Yep. Okay, my bad. I spaced that one. No, it's not. I picked Steven Spielberg. Would you pick Oh, you right? did? Oh, sorry. All right, so I have the um, wheel pick. So I'm going to go with, for best picture, I, I so want to do Top Gun, but I know because everybody wants that, and it actually ex- was the highest grossing movie of the year. 
it's obviously not going to be that <laughs> yeah. one. So I'm going to go with, I haven't seen it, but just because of the title, I'm going to go with the Banshee of the Inner Fleur McGurr. Exactly. The Fleur McGurr. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. And I'm going to go with for, let's see, do I want Best Director or Best Actor? I'm going to go with uh, Best Actor, and I'm going to go with Colin Farrell from the Banshee of... Farrell McGurr. When I saw Colin Farrell name up there, I was like, is this for the Batman? <laughs> it's him as Penguin? Yeah. I was like, that's interesting because he's not a leading role. Um, All right, back on me. Let's see. I got two more picks, eh? Okay. What did I pick? Is oh, it must have deleted my Steven Spielberg. I don't know why I did that. Okay. <clears throat> I will pick. Let's go for. Um, I'm gonna go best picture. I feel lucky there. I'm kind of surprised you didn't just say Avatar. I was thinking about that, but then the Avatar just barely missed out on with the first one losing to. Uh, you know, James Cameron's ex-wife with the um Hurt Locker. The Hurt Locker. And so because it came in second, I was like, I can't pick this one because I think this is gonna come in like third or fourth place. That's just my thought. I think the same. Even though I haven't seen it. it That'd be cool if they placed them. Yeah. They should do that. They because they give Lizzie win, one win placer show. <laughs> yes. Oh man, there's a lot. So just just do the the placing, the first, second, third. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, it would just be like, you know, the Miss America pageant. You know, if this movie does not live up to... Uh, <laughs> if this movie gets canceled, <laughs> then you get it. America has voted. <laughs> Why don't America vote? I mean, I guess America doesn't really vote with... Well, and I think that you have a point there because it shouldn't be based... Because, uh, like, what is it? You know, being a teacher... Uh, and I've said this before, I'm not a fan of Newbery Award winning books because they're voted on by uh, adults who are picking this on behalf of children. Like the Utah Book Award is voted on by adults and children. I find that that has more stay in the actual enjoyment than formal awards. I think, you know, you put this on some sort of, you know, mail-in ballot or something like that to vote or whatever and you know have the people actually vote for the most popular movie and i think you would actually start getting people who mm-hmm. make movies to be enjoyable not yes. make movies to you know i'm going to have this as a political statement or i'm going to make sure that i have this in my movie or these people in my cast and crew you know cuz I, I honestly if if we did that, I think Top Gun would probably win at least, you know, Tom Cruise would probably win Best Actor and Top Gun would probably win the um, mm-hmm. Best Movie. I guess, is that the People's Choice Award? Yeah, but... Do, I, they, I, do people vote? I don't feel... I think the magazine decides it still. Yeah. It's like, oh, we think our people like this. All right, I'm going to just vote for Avatar because it's James Cameron's year. <laughs> His wife didn't make anything on here. So. Yeah, oh, that's true. That's true. He's not going up against his ex. Yeah. 
Okay, so actor in a leading role for me. Um, I'm just going to go with Austin Butler. Did someone pick him? Yeah, that was going to be my standby, but no, I did not pick okay, him. Austin Butler for Elvis. And then actress in a leading role. I'll go with Ana de Armas for Blonde. Blondie. Okay. Brett picked your 101 there, huh? Because you were gonna go all in, on. all in on. I I think everywhere, everything, everywhere at once is gonna sweep the whole thing. I know. I was hoping that I'm w- waiting for iTunes to like put it on a deal because right now it's 19.99. I'm not paying for that. No. So, so it's like 18 bucks on Amazon right now for the 4K Blu-ray digital. Ooh, maybe I'll have to get that because it's a dollar cheap. <laughs> well, not only is it a dollar cheaper, but I'm slowly. I I went from being like purging all physical stuff because I'm like, you know, I want to, you know, have a minimalist or whatever. But then you think, like, if it's own, like if you own it digitally, somebody could just hit the delete button mm-hmm. and it's gone. Whereas you own it, and the only way that they can take it away from you is if they break into your place, take it out and then throw it on a fire and then burn it. <laughs> Can you delete movies from your, um, from your like iTunes well, and all that? So a, a long time ago I was, you know, when iTunes used to give like the first episode for free, I, I picked up every single first episode and I got to a point where I'm like, I need these off of my account. And so I've deleted some of them off of my account. So oh, I wow. think you I can. I didn't know that. That's weird. This is mind-blowing to me. I'm surprised they don't just like force you with it. Like, too bad. Exactly. <laughs> it's on your account. You said you wanted it. You <laughs> put in your password. <laughs> no regrets. All right. So I picked best picture, best director, best actor. I'm going with best actress to finish it off. Okay. Um. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I got oh, there's two everything, anywhere, everything everywhere all at once is Jamie Lee Curtis, which. Oh really? That's a supporting role, right? Oh, I'm looking yeah, at that's supporting, supporting role. role. There's two supporting roles though. Okay, mm-hmm. my bad. I saw actress, a leading role. Okay, so we have Michelle Williams for The Fableman, Andrea Riseborough for To Leslie, and Kate Blanchett for Tar. I assume that's how you pronounce it with the little accent on the A. Watch that. That one's going to win it all because it's like a, probably a foreign film or something <laughs> like that. Uh, I like go, go with the Dark Knight all the way. <laughs> I'm going Dark Knight to win this, to pull it off. Coming out of 2008. Oh, I meant to respond to your thing. So my first movie, I was grateful for. I know Brett was burnt out on this by this time, but I saw Iron Man. Oh, no, no. I, I That was pre-burnout. <laughs> oh. I, it was... I'd saw, seen it three times in a movie theater, and then I think we went to Max's house. Did were you there when we watched it in his I think backyard? So, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if that was your first time, but then eventually we went to an activity in Flaming Gorge, and we watched it there. Mm-hmm. And I'm at that point in time, I'm like, I think I'm having like I'm getting too much of this movie. <laughs> and then, of course, the saw with Criddle. I remember that year. I'll always remember watching Dark Knight. That was fantastic. In a What's it called? IMAX. An IMAX, yeah. On the balcony. Mm. Ooh. That was good. That was good. We were the only two in that theater. The Which was so weird because it came out relatively recently. Yeah. Like it wasn't like we watched it in July and it came out in July. Yep. So I, I don't care. It was it was yeah. like quieter <clears throat> but awesome. Yep. No kids. I'm going Kate Blanchett with Tar. <laughs> because 
You have a little accent on there. People are just be like, ooh, this is fancy. I mean, people probably watched the movie that are voting for this. <laughs> I have not. It's Blastar. But I think that <laughs> accent is just signifying of how good it is <laughs> to the art community. So I am going with that. You're officially wearing a beret. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brett. What do you USC, you have best actor. Uh, best actress and uh, best picture. So you have best director, director left. Okay, so I was gonna go with one, but then I clicked on it and I'm like, okay, that one's totally gonna be best director. So I'm gonna go with Triangle of Sadness, and my <laughs> <laughs> and my rationale is this is a satiric black comedy filmed and written by the director uh, Ruben Ostlund. In his English language feature debut, boom, <laughs> boom, he has just won it right there because of that. And isn't it Ustlin? Because he got the umlauts. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so that's another thing. He's got the umlauts going for him. Yeah, rigged, <laughs> rigged, rigged by their name. Exactly. Triangle of sadness. I'm Triangle just wondering sad. what. The, what's the synopsis of that? So I have it right here. So um, <laughs> I'm sad. Then you're sad. Then he's sad, and then we're all sad. Okay, so a Car Carl, a model, and Yaya, a model and influencer, are dating. Carl resents Yaya for expecting him to pay for meals, even though she earns more money than he does. And they bicker about money and gender roles. And Yaya admits that she is in a relationship with Carl for the engagement it earns her on social media and seeks to become a trophy wife. But Carl declares that she will come to love him. Sounds boring. Yeah, but uh, like I said, I I I was actually gonna go with Tar because of like the whole you know it has like the little slash over the A uh -huh. or whatever, and it sounds whatever. But then the instant I read that this is done by somebody who is doing his first English work, it's gonna be him because it can be like, oh, English is a hard language. Ooh, I need to really get into this. Yeah. We feel bad for him now. So when is the Oscars? Uh, Oscars is March 12th, I believe. All right. So we'll have to report on this. A laugh of somehow. We all get zero. That would be so funny. <laughs> so Top Gun wins best picture. So let's see. Here's how we could do. Uh, so I, I'm going to go with the uh, perfect storm of us getting every single thing wrong. So... Uh, Perfect Storm gets Best Picture, Tar gets Best Director, then we have, let's see, I'm going to go with Bill Nye gets Best Actor. I love you. I'm fine with that. And did you say you have Michelle Williams? Is that who No, I, that was one of the ones I was debating. So that, that, she's going to win Best Actress. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do it. <clears throat> let's do it. So it looks like um, we won't be recording this until about St. Patrick's Day. Or ish, like the day after. And so we'll be reporting this on this March 20th. So that's, that's a long ways away. We're calling it now. We're calling it now. You heard it here first. Or maybe second, depending on who. Or did. last. Yeah. Because I'm pretty <laughs> sure other people said stuff. but Yeah. You heard it here first. Exactly. We had the normies. Yeah. We had the normies. And now we have this. <laughs> and we, we have ours that we're proud of. And then we make fun of other awards. <laughs> I am so excited. I'm going to, like, this year, I'm going to be so taking, like, 
track keeping track of all these movies or whatever so that we can have like a better full list yeah, for the, the normies, normies next year. Yes. Yeah. And I vowed to do a better job watching <laughs> the movies. Oh, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> no, just like because like I didn't even watch Bullet Train, which I have finally now and I enjoyed I it. I love Bullet Train. Me too. Oh, Tangerine Man. But I will say though, I will say as much as I enjoyed Bullet Train. And I still stand by that it probably was the best of Normie of 2022. Uh-huh. There just wasn't that good of movies in 2022. No, there wasn't. Because the bullet train could easily have been ousted by lots of other movies in history throughout time. But because of 2022, what it was and what it gave us. I think 2022 was just like us, was a society coming back into the movies. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm going to right now, even though I don't know the whole uh, layout of 2023, I'm going to also give my 2023 Normie award-winning movie right here. Kim? Haven't even watched it yet. Shazam 2. <laughs> <laughs> when does that come out? Do you know? Uh, I think March. The trailer okay. just dropped like a day or two ago. Oh, oh I need to watch oh, that. I, that's, I'm so looking forward to that. And then, of course, I, I say Shazam, and then I'm going to watch the Flash movie. I'm going to be totally into the Flash movie. I hope that's good. And do, do you, did what's-his-name have any hands in those, James Gunn? Because I mean, No, I but I, I can only imagine that they are going to be doing some, like, cause, because it's a, the Flashpoint movie, like, they're, they're going to use this as the reset to everything. Reset mm-hmm. slash end of an era for... Yeah, I just I don't know if they were portrayed differently. I mean, it's the same actor. It's the same actor, but, but... no. But like Flash in Snyder Cut versus Justice League, mm-hmm. I feel like he, I liked him way more in Snyder Cut. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, because he was very like, like the best way I could describe it is very spectrumy in yes. the standard Justice League movie. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to our recommendations. All right, so I have a one recommendation, but I also have a one maybe not recommendation, which is the same thing. <laughs> I have, so a, a, a bunch of years ago, I got, me and, uh, my, I think it was Nikki that got us tickets. I can't remember. Maybe we just got tickets to it, but me and Jeremy went to go see the Dawn of the Dead movie. And oh, yeah, I remember that. When we saw that, that movie made me so sick to my stomach. Like I was like, was it the baby? The baby actually made me laugh. Like <laughs> that was, that was the only thing that like pulled me out of like this. I need to run to the bathroom and just purge everything from my system. What, what made it sick? I'm just curious. Just everything. Zombies? I was just, it disgusted me so much. It got me so, I don't know what it was about it, but that movie, I, I can't watch that movie ever again. Is it the Zack Snyder one? Yeah. 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 Okay. I don't know. I, I was, it made me so sick. And so, um, what was it? Way back in December, I'm seeing, you know, this trailer drop for this, this trailer drop for this. And then I saw that there's this trailer for this one movie or this TV series on HBO Max called The Last of Us. And I watched a trailer. I'm like, I don't have no idea what this is about. And, you know, based on a video game, I'm like, okay, I've never played that video game. So I have no idea this was about. So I start watching the first episode. I've tried to watch that like nine different times and it makes me sick to my stomach. Like that movie or that series so far just bothers me. And I try to watch more of it and then I get, and then I have to stop and cause I'm massively sick to my stomach. 
So it's a recommendation and non-recommendation because I don't think I can get through this. <laughs> That's funny because uh, this week our our sabbatical host, Taylor, recommended that to me. He texted me. He said, you need to watch this now. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, <laughs> I was on. I was on. So I was on. I was on a business trip in Canada, and I was sad to see because I was going to watch it. But once you move over to Canada, all the streaming rules apply. So like, if it's not, if if Canada can't view it, there people neither can you. If you're in Canada, even oh. though even though I'm like using an American account, exactly. So I couldn't watch almost. Everything like Netflix was the only one I could stream, which is so weird because in 2014 I was in a uh, UK and I was on my Netflix account. I'm like, oh, I'd be able to watch UK stuff. And whenever I clicked on a UK tile, it was just like, you don't have access to this. You're you don't live here. Your your <laughs> billing address is America. <laughs> like, oh. Well, the funny thing is, is when I was uh, on Netflix, it says these are the most popular shows in Canada. I'm like, I'm I'm from I'm from Utah. Okay. I, I still care about that unless I you know I move here. That'd be so so just out of curiosity, do you remember what they were? Because I'd love to be like now start criticizing like things that people in Canada like. Um no, I don't remember what they are, but I do remember like some of the people that uh were there and we were talking shows. Um like, oh hey, have have you watched the like uh, uh how to not say a show? <laughs> it's it's really good, eh? <laughs> a, say a to the a. A to the a. I uh, know, but a couple of people that were Canadian recommended me this, and I'm curious, Brett, if you've ever um heard of them. Is like Happy Valley. Oh, I I've watched the first season. It is really good. Oh yeah. Uh huh. And then Broadchurch. I like for. Those are the two. First season of Broadchurch is good. Second season is a court uh, series based on, you know, following up on the person who gets caught for the, or accused of murder in the first one, which is, I think, enjoyable. But the third season, I watched one and a half episodes. Third season is garbage. It's garbage. It is. All right. Well... Okay, so according to, because I had to look this up. So the top 10 shows on Netflix in Canada is Glass Onion, J-U-N-G underscore E. That one was advertised, I remember, as I was logging in. (laughs) The Pale Blue Eye, Trolls. Sing to the wedding year, Transformers Dark of the Mo- Oh my word. <laughs> and we're done. And, and we're done. <laughs> and followed by Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. Isn't that an old one? Yes, both of those are. Oh my gosh. Ugh. All right. Well, I mean, I don't have too much. My recommendation is just based on it's funny because we've talked about it on accident and popped up on uh on channel surfing, but I enjoy the conjuring series. <laughs> <laughs> like the one that I haven't watched is Annabelle, but, uh, so I, I, I'm in the middle. I'm, I'm really mad because I swear I watched, um, the conjuring, the devil made me do. It. I watched portion of it in Canada, but then as soon as I got home, I can't find it on any streaming platform. I have to like buy it. And I'm like, but, but, 
It was free to watch. I remember I watched it. I watched a portion of it anyway. Is it not on HBO Max? I swear. Uh, yeah, I HBO think I was Max just looking has... for it pre the show and I was like, oh, there it is. But once again, I couldn't view it there. Yeah. I didn't think about it last night when I was trying to find it. So just out of curiosity, so you're into The Conjuring. You haven't seen Annabelle. Have you seen the uh, the Lolita, whatever, the the nun one? No. Is that a Conjuring one? Yeah. That, okay. Mm-hmm. I've seen, this will be number three. I'm trying to think of what the other one I have. But I really enjoy the story behind the husband and wife that go around trying to, you know, stop these demons and possessions and all that stuff. This one was kind of crazy because it starts out with this like six year old boy who is, who, who is uh, possessed. And it's, <laughs> I thought when I was watching it, so there's a little bit, maybe TMI, I don't know. So I was in my hotel and I was like, you got one of those big old ho- bathtubs. I'm going to watch it in here. That added a different level of, of fear into me. <laughs> I'm in the bathtub. I turned off all the lights and I'm watching it on my laptop. And I'm like, yeah, this is this is a different fear I've never, never had before. <laughs> what if something comes out? <laughs> you know, like those it movies like, uh-huh. it comes out of the yeah, the drain. But um, no, I, I enjoy them. I really need to watch Annabelle. I'm so behind on my horror movies. So behind. I like horror movies so much. And oh, I'm trying to watch oh, yeah. Smile. Uh-huh. Because I've heard good things about it, but I just need to make sure that it's the right time. Because it's like, you got to have the mood feel right. Oh, yeah. You got the dark. It's got to be a night. All the kids are asleep. You know they're not going to wake up. And my wife can't be around because she hates horror movies. So it's got to be just right. Yeah, I got, I'm in the same boat. The problem is I'm too tired by the time I do that. I gotta yeah. All the to-do list is done. You're like, okay. <sighs> oh, yeah. <laughs> The movie's over. <laughs> oh, well, that was scary. <laughs> oh, I, I peed myself because of the movie. <laughs> I thought about doing like a Walking Dead rewatch because I ne- I stopped watching after Glenn died. And so I'm thinking about going back and rewatching all of it because now that it's finally mm-hmm. over. I'm, I have to watch it on my own, though. Yeah. I'm watching the last season right now, and I'm kind of hesitant to keep going <laughs> just because I know it's wrapping up. I know where it's going. And I'm not excited to get there. So I'm kind of like, eh. The journey so far is not that fun either. Just out of curiosity, because I heard, I don't know if it's true, but I heard some people talking about, um, it. they said it was almost a, as if it was a factual statement that one of the worst show ongoing shows has finally come to an end, and that is Fear of the Walking Dead. I didn't know that was still going. I watched the first two or three seasons of that and then I fell off. I watched the first season and I I didn't want to keep watching it. Well like they they advertised the show as like a origin. They were going to explain where it came from and they never really did and all of a sudden they just kind of caught up with The Walking Dead and like it was a point. Yeah. I just yeah, though I didn't actually probably didn't even make it through the first season. I don't even know how far I made it. I never I mean, I did see some zombies, but this the screen time of the zombies was very little. And when I, I was like, this is... It wasn't as interesting. Yes. It was more about people, even more about people than The Walking Dead was. And we all know how that was with Walking Dead. The more you were about these stories and the drama, it kind of got a little bit more boring. So, my thoughts there. Okay, so my recommendation 
Um, I just, I was sitting here thinking, what can I possibly recommend? Like I've, and so I'm, I'm just going to recommend eating tacos. Oh, that's a good one. I, I like tacos. What kind of tacos? Oh, oh man. Um, I, I've been getting into like burrito tacos. Okay. Which are really good. Um, but any taco really, um, and eat your tacos. Cause yes. they're, they're good for you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I saw I saw uh, a shirt the other day that said uh, something about like life is like a taco. Sometimes it falls apart or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, good. Good one. Bye.